0: The Sacred Heart Novena, Day 4 A Rejoicing Heart Pope Benedict XVI in his message for World Youth Day in 2012 said, God is a communion of eternal love. He is infinite joy that does not remain closed in on itself but expands to embrace all whom God loves and who love him. God wants us to share in His own divine and eternal joy. A diligent perusal of the Gospels will locate for us many instances where we find in Jesus a whole range of emotions in the midst of so many different circumstances. We most readily see His pain frustration and sorrow in the face of human sin and obstinacy, and when facing his own passion. We see his great compassion when confronted by the sickness and misery of those who come to him seeking healing and restoration. But it is seldom enough that we see him rejoicing. There is one place in the Gospel in particular where we are told that Jesus rejoiced. In the 10th chapter of Luke's Gospel, we are told that Jesus rejoiced in the Holy Spirit and began to praise the Heavenly Father. The context of this rejoicing was that the disciples had returned from their mission with reports of great things accomplished for the kingdom in Jesus' name. Can we doubt, though, that Jesus was always a joyful Christ? Can we think that he who worked his first miracle at the wedding feast of Canaan was absent of joy? Or that he who seemed to find his way day after day to the tables and feasts of the people to whom he was bringing the good news was invited to those tables because people were attracted by a downcast and gloomy demeanour? Twice in the Gospels, Jesus speaks of the joy that was in him. Both are found in the Gospel of John, in chapter 15 and chapter 17, and both are spoken within the context of the Last Supper, just a few hours before he is immersed in his agony and suffering. Firstly, to his disciples he said, I have said these things to you so that my joy may be in you and that your joy may be complete. And to the Father he said, But now I am coming to you, and I am saying these things while I am in the world, so that they may have my joy fulfilled within them. He cannot give what he does not possess. Therefore he must have immense joy in his heart, or else his disciples could not be filled with his promised joy. There's a wealth of rich meditation awaiting those who focus on those two words of Jesus. My joy. We must never believe that the heart of Jesus was absent real joy. It's true, often our focus on the sacred heart of Jesus is a focus upon the sins and offences, wounds and outrages which that tender and compassionate heart received, and in a mystical way still receives, from sinful humanity. But we must really ask the Holy Spirit to help us understand more deeply the joy and rejoicing which filled and moved the heart of Christ. As the eternal Son of God, Jesus rejoices eternally to be in the bosom of the Father, or close to the Father's heart, as the first chapter of John's Gospel puts it. And we should note the undoubted joy in Jesus' heart when we contemplate the scene of his baptism, whereby the heavens opened, the Holy Spirit descended upon him in the form of a dove, and the voice of the Heavenly Father was heard to say, This is my beloved Son, in whom I am well pleased, or as some translations put it, in whom I delight. What brings Jesus his greatest joy? What is it that brings him the most glory? Of what, we might say, is he proudest? Surely it can be nothing other than that he is the Son of the Father. Should that not be the foundation of all our joy too? For we are, in Christ, children of the Father, who, though he cannot always rejoice in what we do, still always rejoices that we are and that we belong to him. As the recipient of the Father's love, Jesus is brimming over with joy, for the love of God is so great, so wondrous, so mighty, that it is the person of the Holy Spirit. Joy is a mark of the presence of the Holy Spirit. The holy joy which filled Christ's heart would be quite difficult to hide if he so desired. And that joy must have been mightily attractive and even contagious. If St. Paul, that great apostle who longed to be like Christ and in Christ, if he could say, as he does in the second letter to the Corinthians, I am filled with consolation, I superabound with joy in the midst of all our troubles. If he could say that, then surely we can be assured that even in the midst of his great woes and sufferings, Christ Jesus' heart was filled with the consolation and joy of the Holy Spirit. And that same joy is his gift to us, for it is produced in us by the presence of the same Holy Spirit who filled him. For we too are the sons and daughters of God. You received the spirit of sonship, St. Paul tells us in the letter to the Romans. The same spirit of sonship by whom we cry, Abba, Father. And then he goes on to say, The love of God has been poured into our hearts by the Holy Spirit whom we have received. Let's recall again the words of Pope Benedict XVI. God wants us to share in his own divine and eternal joy. Today in our Novena, let us rejoice with the heart of Christ, with praise and thanksgiving, that we have been made the children of God, recipients of his love. We are in Christ through baptism and the Holy Spirit. So let us rejoice in the Lord always. Today, Let us do something that brings us joy, or better still, let us seek to do something that will bring joy to another. In so doing, we will be taking a few drops of joy from the heart of Jesus and filtering that joy into the heart of another. And may we, and they, experience this scriptural truth from the prophet Nehemiah to rejoice in the Lord There lies our strength. Nehemiah 8, verse 10. We pray our prayers of the Novena. O my Jesus, you have said, Truly I say to you, Ask and it will be given you, Seek and you will find, Knock and it will be opened to you. Behold, I knock, I seek, And ask for the following grace. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Sacred Heart of Jesus, I place all my trust in you. O my Jesus, you have said, Truly I say to you, if you ask anything of the Father in my name, he will give it to you. Behold, in your name I ask the Father for the following grace. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. O sacred heart of Jesus, I place all my trust in you. O my Jesus, you have said, truly I say to you, heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will not pass away. Encouraged by your infallible words, Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. O sacred heart of Jesus, I place all my trust in you. O sacred heart of Jesus, for whom it is impossible not to have compassion on the afflicted, have pity on us sinners and grant us the grace which we ask of you through the sorrowful and immaculate heart of Mary, your tender mother and ours. O sacred heart of Jesus, I place all my trust in you.